0: Let me tell you, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, someone someone wrote to us, and they said, hey, they are releasing a uh, condensed, shorter, bite-sized version of Justice League. You guys should check it out. Um, and boy, were we deceived. know. Um, Somebody somebody lied. Somebody lied really? to us. No, hello and welcome. Mhm. To the welcome, Movie Man
1: is... Podcast.
0: Yeah, that thing. My name's Brady. I'm Pete. And uh yes, it is the end of March, but it is also somehow Christmas, it would seem. <laughs> um cuz the Snyder cut. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Now, this is a weird um we had a lot of we had a lot of discussion. We've been planning this episode for months. Actually, realistically, we've been planning this episode for like over a year ago <laughs> when they announced that this film was coming. Right. <laughs> um but in the last since we started up our Batman series, um th- this is a this is an episode that we had a lot of logistical conversations about. We debated how to do this. Um, because we ran into a similar situation that we did with our James Bond series, mm. which is a total shit show at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, we like we like hiked up our socks and marathoned through James Bond in order to make it for No Time to Die. And just, uh, just we like, finished our James skip Bond over, series in. Don't skip over the December.
1: term marathoned because like just like watching multiple cruddy like soot on the bottom of your shoe James Bond episodes like the ones from 30 40 years ago to yeah f- to amp, the ramp Roger this, Moore to the Roger Moore days to ramp up this timeline
0: yeah like if i screw up if i you know like if i'm doing something at work and i like <laughs> hit a nail and the nail bends and goes in sideways i'm like well i really Roger Moore that <laughs> it's i don't i like
1: Eighty percent of me thinks you're joking, but twenty percent of me actually thinks you might be serious.
0: I've, I I did think it once. I never said it out loud just because people would be like, "Uh, who? What? Who?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who? Who?" Um. Mm. But yeah, so we finished that series in December. Yeah. Uh, and we still have no... Because originally No Time to Die was coming out in November. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, oh, it got bumped a little bit so we well, can though, like... Well, Originally it was supposed to come out in the spring, then November. Well, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Then... And there was no way. Yeah. There was no way we were going to make it. Mm. And then it got bumped to November and we're like, shit. We have a chance. This might be possible. And so <laughs> we got a little crazy with it. Yeah. And then it got bumped to um, like February? Yeah. I think it got bumped to, like, February, so then we, like, slowed down a little. We, like, took off our underwear, and we're like, okay. <laughs> what? We can, sk- we can skip a week or two, and, um... <laughs> what?
1: Don't you don't know, know that saying?
0: I don't know what that
1: has to do with slowing down.
0: Well, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You know? Cool. Cocoa. If it's the end of the day, and you're kind of slowing down for the <laughs> day, maybe take your underwear off. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, we're like, you know, okay, we can we can like take a breather and you know, mm. whatever. It's now almost April. And I don't know what I don't even know what the release date is for. It's like this November or something or I September, don't I don't know, or something. Over a year from its original release date. So screw that noise. <sighs> but um yeah, so a similar situation where in this in the winter in the the we hours of this year um we started our batman series uh for which we have done two films now we are fastly approaching the third um and we were going because you you've never seen literally the only bat like going into our series literally the only batman movies you've ever seen are those bullshit, god awful, atrocity Christopher Nolan films? Oh, I would differ in opinion, Which, look, but yes, that uh, is yeah. Correct. Aren't aren't as bad as I'm? No, you know, no. throat cancering them up to be, but no. um, but yeah, those are the only ones you'd ever. This is the only Batman movies you'd ever seen. Um, yeah, yeah. And so you hadn't seen any Batfleck. You hadn't seen mm. Batman v Superman. Nope. You hadn't seen. Uh, you had seen Suicide Squad, so you'd seen like, go yep. on, Deadshot, don't make me do this in front of your kid," and like mm. you know, and him riding on the roof of of Joker's Lamborghini and stuff like that. But you hadn't you hadn't really seen Ben Affleck in his in his glory, um, and so yeah, man, we 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 toyed with it. We're like, what do we do? Mm-hmm. You haven't seen Justice League, and. There's no way to like, and we're going to do the theatrical cut of Justice League as part of our Batman series,
1: mm-hmm. but there was
0: no way. There was no way to fast track through it. We we kind of dropped the ball a little bit <laughs> on planning ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was just going to be no way to do it. So ultimately what we've decided, what we've landed on, was just to let you watch the Snyder Cut with almost zero context, I gave you like a brief rundown. I was like, "This is what you need to know going into Justice League, like into the Snyder Cut Justice League." The, the, these are the cliff notes from Batman v Superman, right? So this movie doesn't start, and you go, "Wait, what do you mean Superman's dead?" Right? <laughs> like I gave you just a just enough so you, you kind of oh yeah had some bearings. Yeah. And um and we decided just to just to insert it where it is. Yeah. And then when we naturally reach Justice League as part of our other series, mm. then you will be able to you'll be able to have a comparison then. So, which it'll, it'll just go in the opposite direction. I'm I'm, I'm coming okay into Zack Snyder's Justice League going Good lord, I can't believe how much different this is than (laughs) the theatrical cut whereas you're just going into this as a film and then reversely when we reach the theatrical cut you'll go into it and you go man I can't believe how different this is from yes the Zack Snyder one which I'm
1: actually kind of looking forward to
0: yeah yeah uh so so do you have trivia did you no 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 okay And, and I didn't you know nor should you nor should you yeah i think um, this is a
1: this is the trivia for this would just be a little out of my league just as far as it's it's batman which is just uh that's not necessarily ruling it out for me but just this whole Zack snyder-esque part of it i i just figured it would be a good week to skip
0: mm-hmm okay so Zack Snyder snyder's <laughs> <sighs> scratch that reverse it um Zack Snyder's Justice League. This is a four-hour film. It is. Um. A four-hour film, a chaptered film, broken up into parts and an epilogue. Hmm. Quite, quite stylishly
1: um, or quite elegantly, I might say, just divided. Yeah, I thought
0: it worked did you watch it in one sitting did you sit down and watch four hours even a little bit but i what i did do what i did do
1: is i wouldn't just stop it like halfway through an action scene like i would stop it at like a certain chapter and then resume and carry on at a different point
0: right so you would wait until the screen went dark you would wait until the film said okay pete (laughs) this is an okay spot for you to take a break exactly yeah and i think that's that's respectful i think that's the way yeah that's the way to do that um what would you think i mean going into uh, just like what what is your initial what were your thoughts going into it and and what were your thoughts coming out of it you know yeah contrastly i think it would have been interesting if i just because i'm not a
1: batman fan and i'm aware of this film obviously because we're reviewing it it would have been really just kind of funny if i had accidentally watched the 2017 version and just not realized it and then kind of like the nightmare of like when you do the wrong homework in a nightmare or you've read you haven't done your homework you know just kind of that dream scenario when we hit the record button today like a cold sweat on my part being like crap i watched the wrong film right and this would be the only circumstance where
0: that could something like that could happen and we would have we would have discovered that two ways. One because you would have ended the film and went, "Oh, that was shorter than I thought." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And For two, sure. you would have shown up, and the first comment you would have made was, "Well, oh, that was really great widescreen." And I would have mm. said, "Whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa." <laughs> uh, um, so yeah. Anyway, on, on a serious note, so my thoughts on this, I guess, just in general. Uh, yeah, like you said, it was a really unique experience for me, not having seen the original Justice League, not having seen a lot of the DC films. Um, and to be honest, if it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for this show, I am I can quite confidently say I would not have seen it as soon as I did. I maybe would have seen it eventually, but I'm not even sure if I would have. Um, and this film likely would not have been on my radar to the same degree that it was. Uh, so with that I was playing with a lot of house money. I had nothing to lose or gain So if it sucked I would have been like hey, I knew nothing about the original So maybe I have nothing to compare it to and if it was great, then it's hey I've watched an interesting film on to the next thing um, what, I, what I will say and this might disappoint you No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the film. I, I did um, It was captivating. It was entertaining Um, uh, honestly, just, we'll get into some stuff and I just want to say my quick thoughts here. It put the other DC films to shame. So, I've watched, most recently, The Wonder Woman 2. I just thought it was horrible. Oh, yeah, garbage. Garbage. Total garbage. And I might be in the minority here, but Aquaman, I've seen, I thought it was garbage too. I quite honestly did. And, (sighs) not the character, just uh, the film.
0: I think... I don't I don't think it was garbage but I also don't I feel the same way about the Aquaman movie that I felt about Black Panther. I'm like sure, Yeah, sure. okay. Like yeah, it's it's a solid installment but it's it's not this magnificent crazy ridiculous amazing thing that we're all bowing down in front of. <laughs> <laughs> right. What what
1: this film did do for me though? is i enjoyed the snippets of wonder woman and i enjoyed the snippets of aquaman and it made me interested in those characters again and it made me think okay it's not those characters that are dead to me it's just literally those most recent films that were awful and it made me kind of happy and it also made me kind of sad because of these backstories we saw and i'm using those two examples it made me go wow this is what aquaman and wonder woman 2 could have been for me if they had been done better or done in a way like this film that I enjoyed more. So, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Loved just in a nutshell, the backstory of all, all of these characters. I, I will say, I, I don't think I needed it to be four hours. I think it was a little bit longer than it needed to be. Um, and you know, I think there's a good chance I might never watch it again. I might, but I, I, I think there's a good chance that I won't. Um, but yeah, it was just a, it was, it was what I want to be watching in a, just a fun, fantastical film. It was just fun. I forgot about whatever that issue was going on with my day for that period when I watched that film. I was interested in something that was just, you know, silly in the context of the world. Like, it doesn't matter, and it's I can just enjoy watching these characters do something. Like, it, 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 it did what it was supposed to do for me, and my hot take... And I don't know, maybe this is not a hot take. Maybe you're the same. Maybe a lot of the DC fans are saying the same thing. I don't know. But this is, if it's not the best DCEU film I've ever seen, it's at least the most captivating. And thats that's what I'll end
0: on with my initial thought. Sure. And I mean, okay, so to be fair, you also haven't seen all of them. All of the DCEU no, films. No.
1: I've seen maybe like so you're not, four to six. So I've seen right. not nearly all of them,
0: but I've not seen like one or 2 Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. So listen, as far as the length goes, um, whereas the theatrical cut suffers from n- from being too tight and not giving any of the characters enough time to breathe... And, and have the necessary time to grow into a character that you're going to, you know, ultimately care about or be invested in, specifically Barry Allen and Victor Stone. Um, Flash and, and Cyborg, this being the first film that we that they're introduced to us in, mm. the theatrical cut just does not have enough time. Like, hmm. yeah, yeah, we just don't get to know them. It hmm. Just there's no backstory for them, um, and so. But having said that, I would say that the Snyder cut has probably approximately thirty minutes or so, th- twenty to thirty minutes of unnecessary fluff. Um, I agree. There that yeah stuff in there that as I was watching it, I'm like. This is a cool scene and all, but this scene is is completely unnecessary. Mm. Completely unnecessary. And the one that comes to mind instantly for me is the one where Barry Allen is applying for a job to be a dog walker or groomer or hmm. whatever, okay, whatever it is. It's a really cool scene. Sure. And it showcases his powers, and it showcases all this stuff. But it, it if you take that scene out, it changes nothing yeah. about the film. Changes mm. nothing about the film. So that scene was like a good n- 10 minutes of unnecessary sure. fluff. Um, and there's a couple other moments throughout the film where I'm just like, I just don't need this. Like, I just don't know why... <laughs> Right. <laughs> I just don't know why you're showing us this. why does this matter? This doesn't this doesn't mean anything. Um but that's, you know, that is what it is. Um talk to me about the you know, so if I let's do a little bit of word association here. Ooh,
1: okay. I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. And actually, before you do that, I will say I think I would agree with you. And obviously, as two human beings, we're going to disagree on what was puff and what was not. I I think we could probably align on some things that I thought was poof and could be removed. I for one, I liked that flash scene, but there were some moments where I just thought where. Superman comes back and he's fighting with everyone. I, there was just some components to that, like scenes like that, where I'm like, okay, let's trim the fat on this a little bit and let's move on with the story. Versus having this long action sequence where we're fighting against ourselves. Let's just have let's just have Superman be depressed and he just walks away and say, guys, I need some time by myself. Bye.
0: But, and you know what? I wonder I wonder if your perspective of that will change when you see the predecessor to this film.
1: Well, and that's like true. Like when you see I, Batman
0: v Superman.
1: That's true. Oh, okay. Sorry, I uh, yeah. If I see B versus uh, S and having seen the original Justice League, uh, it would be interesting to know if my opinions change.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, yeah word, word association. Um, okay, so we'll just do a couple of warm-ups here before we <laughs> get into the real one, right? So if I say... If I say banana, you say apples. Okay? Yeah, if I say bunny rabbit, you say hat. Okay, and if that that's enough warm up. If I say aspect ratio, you say I, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think? What would you think of of the aspect ratio? Um
1: I have to be so honest. I didn't think of it and I feel yeah. a little ignorant. So is is it that it was fine and I didn't need to notice it? Was, was it, I guess, I think you alluded to this. I guess it was different than the original.
0: Well, yeah. So I assume you watched it on a widescreen TV, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then you should have noticed that there were massive black bars on the left and right hand side of the screen. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you not notice that? No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, it just so, didn't, like, yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't phase you. And that's, and so it's so interesting. Everyone's saying, why did they crop it? Oh, <laughs> do they, do they just crop it so that it's like artistic? Why did they crop it? Um, <laughs> And let me explain this real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so an aspect ratio, for those who don't know, is like the dimensions of the image on your screen, right? So whether it's it's um, four by three or sixteen by nine or or whatever, there's there's a there's a number of different there's like a dozen different aspect ratios that are used depending on the era that the film is made in depending on the region of the world like there's all kinds of different aspect ratios Um, and if you're shooting digital then, like, if you're shooting and the images that you're shooting are going straight onto a onto flash memory or a hard drive or whatever, um, then nowadays, pretty much for the most part, everything is shot widescreen, right? So it comes out of the camera so that it fits your TV. Hmm. Um, however, Justice League, when Zack Snyder shot it. Was not shot using digital. It was shot on film. He he used oh, film wow. to shoot it. Huh. Um, now film, when you shoot it, um, a f- a f- the frame of a film is this sort of squared four by three image that you got in the in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, and what they do. Is so back in the day when we had TVs that were like four by three or even square TVs, this was a non-issue, because hmm. the TV was pretty much the same aspect ratio as the film we were shooting on, and so you saw a pretty much unhindered film. Whereas now you'll see a lot of films. Like, do you remember? Do you remember when t- the, the shape of TVs first started changing? And when you bought a DVD, you had to be—you had to watch to see if you were buying the widescreen or the full-screen oh, version.
1: Do I ever?
0: Right. And so, and the difference was that you know, because at the time, like when it first happened, we hated the black bars. Oh yeah. We would if 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 we had if you had a non widescreen TV, which I did for a long time after widescreen TVs had come out, we still had like an old rear projection box TV. (laughs) Um, If you watched a widescreen movie, like you would always want to get full screen because if you had a widescreen movie, you'd have these big black bars on the top and the bottom, which we had never had with any of our VHSs. (laughs) And we were like, what the hell is, like, this, what is this crap? And so you would use, like, foolishly back in the day to get rid of those, we would use the zoom function on our DVD player to get rid of it. And what didn't occur to us at the time is that we were losing so much of the image in order to do that. Yep, yep. You were losing so much from side to side. So aspect ratio. So... Um, when sh- something is shot on film, it's shot in that square. That is the that is the shape of a, a frame. And so, if you're shooting something on film, and then you go to release it on in widescreen for Blu-rays, um, or anything that was shot on film back in the day and has been remastered into to blue, you know, four K Blu-ray quality or whatever. Yeah. Um, in order to get that widescreen image, they are cropping image from the top and the bottom of the frame. Oh. Uh, You're right. not seeing everything that was shot. Mm. And so the theatrical cut of, of Justice League is in widescreen because they cropped image off the top and bottom. Hmm. And so if you take, and, and Zack Snyder's Justice League just simply is showing you the full frame that they shot.
1: Oh, And okay. so if
0: you take and you compare side-by-side shots, like the same shot from both films, you'll notice, oh, there's, like, there's a lot more room above Superman's head in this shot. Hmm. And there's more ground in front of him because they haven't cropped it in order to give me widescreen. Right. I went into this thinking when I first officially found out th- the announcement that this was going to be the aspect ratio, I hated it. I was like, "Ugh, oh, that's going to be so annoying to watch. And for four hours, I don't want to watch this crap. <laughs> Two minutes in, I stopped noticing it.
1: Hmm.
0: Wow. Two minutes in, I was like, oh, this is fine. And I never right. thought about it again. Except for when we paused it about halfway through and I got up to go to the washroom and I was like, oh, holy shit, <laughs> I, I, I'm, right. I haven't noticed. Like, it, it it's not bothering me. Mm. Um, so ultimately, you know, because it was like an enhanced experience because you're getting the full frame, ultimately I was glad for the aspect ratio. And I was pleasantly surprised that that it didn't, it didn't bother me at all. Hmm. Cause I was certain it was going to, I was like, I was bent out of shape. I was like, I don't want this shit. (laughs) Um,
1: but it was good. good. I just assumed, I think I just had the assumption that everything about this film, you, you were going to eat up no matter what.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, okay. So here's the deal. Like, it's interesting that you don't have, um, like you haven't seen the theatrical cut, so you, mm-hmm. we, you know, I can I can make a lot of comparisons between them, and they're going right. to fall on on uneducated ears, right? Um, you know, so what I'll say is, you know, what happened was there was there were some creative differences between Warner Brothers and Zack Snyder, sure, um, but then ultimately, too, tragically. After they had finished shooting Justice League, Mm -hmm. and before post-production, or in the very early stages of post-production, Zack Snyder's daughter took her own life. Hmm. Um, And then, so for obvious reasons, Zack stepped away. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it was already there was already some tension regarding like studio notes that he wasn't listening to he wasn't following you know he was ignoring their stuff for his vision, sure. Um, And then I think this was just the nail in the coffin. So I think things were already tense, and then this happened, and so stepping away was was obvious. Um. And so then they brought in, then they brought in Joss Whedon, who had directed both of the first two Avengers films. Um, so it was a little bit, I think in, it was a little bit like Warner Brothers and the DCEU being like, oh, well, Marvel's having all this success. Why don't we bring in the Marvel guy? And, you know, <laughs> right. He'll turn this into a you know an Avengers for us. Mm. Um, and then Joss Whedon reshot like a lot of shit. Mm. Like a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like reshot Like, like a completely- lot of stuff. Oh wow. I mean there's a lot of scenes where you're like, okay, this is clearly this the exact same shots as the other as the Snyder Cup, but then there's a lot of stuff in it where it's like this is the same scene, but everyone's dialogue is different. They like mm. reshot this scene and he and Joss Whedon like added some jokes and like <laughs> like tried to lighten the tone and make it a little goofy and a little silly and a little, you know. Mm. Um, so that happened a lot and then infamously n- 90% of the shots in Joss Whedon in the theatrical cut of Justice League um, which Zack Snyder has not watched to this day Zack oh, Snyder wow. has not seen the theatrical cut <laughs> um, which I think is both really cool and I also think it's like a little crybaby petty oh um, for sure but um, notoriously like 90 Percent of the shots in the theatrical cut that involve Superman are terrible. Hmm. Terrible. And the reason being is because they. they, Joss Whedon reshot most of the Superman scenes. But by this point, filming for Justice League was done. And Henry Cavill was overworking on uh, the latest Mission Impossible film. (laughs) And for his character in Mission Impossible, he'd grown a pretty sick mustache. Mm. (laughs) A mustache that he was contractually not allowed to shave off. Right, right. And so they brought him back in and they stuck him in the Superman suit and they're like, well, CGI (laughs) will replace his (laughs) upper (laughs) lip. Wow. And they did and it's bad. (laughs) <laughs> it is bad. Some scenes you don't notice it much, but most scenes is terrible because oh his my. top lip kind of just doesn't move very much. <laughs> this is comical. Like, what wrong with this guy's face. Wow. Um so but none of that is in this because Zack Obviously. Snyder did yeah. not use anything that Joss Whedon shot. Mm. He didn't use any of that footage. He just used his stuff. This was this was not a director's cut. It was not a re-release. This mm-hmm. was a restoration process. Mm-hmm. This was restoring the original vision, the original footage, the original story and idea, mm-hmm. including that scene at the end, the nightmare scene, um, which was intended to be in the original, the only... Exception to that, and the only difference being that Joker was never a part of the original plan. That was a that was added in. Huh. That was a Zack Snyder having four years to <laughs> think about the project and dwell on what he would have changed and done sure. differently and whatever. Sure. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of changes. You know, it's it's overall it's the same story. Mm -hmm. both films are the same story okay Um, obviously there's a lot more character development a lot more story beats in the Zack Snyder one because it's a lot longer of course yeah it's a lot longer Um, you know simple changes like so in Zack Snyder's Justice League Darkseid who is kind of like the Thanos of this film big time uh he's not in the theatrical version oh really not at all steppenwolf huh. is the big bad guy and that's it
1: which okay I, it. I, I will i'm gonna admit i'm okay with that conceptually i'm not sure how it plays out in the theatrical cut but Is
0: is what, is pretty yeah when we're talking yeah, about like
1: needing to trim some fat i would have been okay if just like hey it's this guy he alludes to some daddy issues of wanting to win some approval, and then that, that was the Oh, no, 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 but
0: it's not even that. In the theatrical cut, we don't mention... Like, Darkseid is not a consideration.
1: Oh, like he's just not even mentioned at all. In this... Oh, yeah. Oh. In, the,
0: in, in the theatrical cut, it's literally just Steppenwolf on his own friggin' oh. crusade. Oh. Oh,
1: wow. Okay, that's quite Oh, yeah. Then. So there's
0: there's some significant differences. Hmm. Some heavily significant differences. Um yeah. Overall, I think... The, uh, you know, I anyone who thinks that Zack Snyder's Justice League is not as good as the theatrical cut, I would I would argue with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's undeniably better, undeniably hmm. better. Not only is it a better film, but it's a really good film. Hmm. I really enjoy this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I I think the biggest crime of this movie the thing that makes me the saddest about this movie <laughs> yeah, yeah, is that it's, you know, in, in the spirit of restoring the original vision, yeah. um, the film ends on a cliffhanger because Zack Snyder yes. had yeah. plans. He had plans for what they were going to do next. Mm-hmm. And so this film ends on some really great cliffhangers. I'm like, Oh shit. Like, where's this going? What are we going to do next? Mm-hmm. And ultimately none of those matter or mean anything so, right so, so we ha- I mean we had this that's, we that's had this hashtag for the longest
1: in. time because I, I want to ask you is this it like is it a one and done that's or it
0: bec- yeah but but I he's mean, back
1: a, but he's a, back so like he's literally not going to continue and continue any of these
0: I like storylines he's, he's back but he's not back like okay so Walter Hamada who is the CEO of Warner Brothers mm-hmm And Zack Snyder have both said, no, that's it. Hmm. We're not going to continue. We're not going to do any more. We're not going to, you know. However, they also spent a number of years saying that we weren't going to get the Snyder cut. So is that a nail in the coffin? No. Mm. Does it make it seem unlikely that we're going to get more? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Sure. Um, You know, but I mean, the movement's already started, right? So for years and years and years and years, we had hashtag release the snyder cut release the snyder (laughs) cut release the snyder cut um which subsequently led to you know so suicide squad which was another film that another dceu film that i for the most part enjoy um for a lot of people it fell flat and um and i'm not saying that it's without its issues because it's not sure um, but it was another film that famously, like they shot a lot, like most of the shit that they shot with, um, Jared Leto as Joker ended up on the cutting room floor. Oh, wow. There's a lot of stuff in that film that wasn't in that film that should be in that film. Um, so David cool. Ayer, who is the director of that film, um, you know, so there, was, then there was like, you know, the hashtag started release the air cut. Right. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wants the original vision of, of Suicide Squad, which sure. um, two days ago, Warner Brothers announced, Now we're not doing that. That's not going to happen. Hmm. Um, to which David Ayer publicly on Twitter replied, why? Mm. Like, why? Why not? Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> um, so anyways, obviously, the hashtag release the Snyder Cut is dead now because we've released the Snyder Cut. Yeah. But it's given birth to the new hashtag, which I don't know if you've seen this. No, no, no. Restore the Snyderverse. Oh, cool. Cool. Go to this timeline. Give us this. Mm-hmm. Give us what comes next from this. Show us, show us Justice League 2. Hmm. Give us more which and they're saying like wow but you you know you could do it and you could do it separate from the the you know DCEU proper because um Snyder like the Snyder cut is not canon. Sure. In the DCEU it's not canon. It's not mm. it's, it's a it's a one off, it's an alternate standalone cinematic experience. Um and there's a lot of people who are saying well you could you could let Snack Snack. You could let <laughs> Snack Snyder. No, you <laughs> could let Zack Snyder continue to chip away at his own little Snyderverse mm-hmm. and just release release them on HBO Max the way that you did this one. But the problem with that, sorry, I took a drink of water. The problem no, with that no. is that this, it's just not viable. Hmm. What you're proposing is that we start making Two hundred million dollar movies. Right. Yeah. Two hundred and fifty million dollar movies. <laughs> right. With the intent of releasing them solely on a streaming service. Yeah. There's no return. Right. You're not gonna get money from that. Mm-hmm. Right? And not so happen. Yeah. Right. And so it's just not gonna happen. You know, unless there's um and I'm all for I don't think it's gonna happen, but I am all for hashtag Restore this Snyderverse.
1: Absolutely. Let's honestly, get her done. Do it up. I, I don't have as much of a horse in this race as you do as far as uh, being you're more well versed obviously in Batman, but also just in this universe in general. And I I have to I have to admit when I watch Suicide Squad just in comparison when we talked about it there were some things where you know you you walked me off the ledge a little bit and you said yeah but you have to consider this and this and this and i was like i guess i still don't think it was a good film and i kind of had to kind of cringe and kind of squint to get through parts of it right but with this film like again i i'm not interested if it had been just not good i would have said who cares let's move on but just as a film that was entertaining and that i was interested in and that i would be interested in watching a sequel to or a continuation of some things i too to a lesser degree than you but i too am sad that this might be a one and done because just as a film aside from being part of the dceu just as a film i was interested maybe it was a bit long but i was interested
0: yeah well and you know, like, so there's a bunch of people who don't like the Snyder Cut.
1: Online, oh, well, there's a bunch sure. of people.
0: Yeah, People I know, like, people on my own Facebook, um, who are like, oh, it's stupid, and it's, you know, it's just, it's the same terrible film, but two hours longer. Um, and, I mean, all film is subjective, but in almost every, um, like, one, one example that I'm thinking of specifically, the person... Then, in a further comment, goes on to reveal that they are a hardcore um, MCU fanboy, which I am too. Sure. Um, But that the only DC character that they like is Batman. And that they don't really... And I'm like, well, then, I mean, this film didn't stand a chance. You went into this film not liking it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know. So, yeah, I mean, there's people who don't like this film for sure. But I would say anyone who's going into this, um, specifically comparing it to the theatrical cut or just someone like yourself,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I would say that the majority of people who watched it, watched this movie, and then are probably of the mindset of somebody gives Zack Snyder a microphone. <laughs> yeah. Hand him the mic. Yeah. Let this guy do his thing. Because holy sure. shit. Right, because what's come out since this? <laughs> You've had like what direction has, what direction has DC Warner Brothers tried to take DC? Mm-hmm. Shazam came out. Shazam's a pretty damn good movie. Have you seen Shazam?
1: I haven't. I have to admit, it doesn't look like my cup of tea. I could be proven wrong if I watched it, but it hasn't been on my short list.
0: It's it's a pretty damn good movie. Okay. Um, Birds of Prey came out. Dumpster fire,
1: emphasis on dumpster
0: and emphasis on fire. Like there aren't many Ewan McGregor films that I think right. deserve to burn in hell, but this this films
1: <laughs>
0: right, that's the one. It's up there. Yep, um, <laughs> Wonder Woman eighty four. Oh man, move Don't... over, move over oh. on the grill there, Birds of
1: Prey. Which, I take that one personally, because I love 80s retro so films, bad. like set in the 80s, but made in modern day, and I've appreciated Wonder Woman, and like, man, that movie had potential, and man, did they
0: just not do anything with it. Yeah. Um, Aquaman, which, you know, you've said you don't really like. I've said, you know what, I didn't dislike it, but neither of us are like, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. No. Do it up. Um, and then this flash film, which has taken years and has been delayed by years and, years and years and years and years and years, and we haven't gotten it yet. Hmm. So, I mean, they haven't had the best success. No. So maybe just let Zach do it. Like, uh, yeah. you know, I understand that all three films that Zach has had any touch two yep man of steel man of steel should have been considering when it came out and considering it's a superman movie mm. should have been a billion dollar film sure and it wasn't hmm. it didn't come close yeah batman v superman batman fighting superman <laughs> should have been a billion dollar film and it right. wasn't so, I mean, I understand from Warner Brothers' perspective that you you have this director who has done the first two films in your franchise, and both have, based on your projections, projections, whatever, uh, both have underperformed. And so I get their desire or their inclination to move away from him. But there's been some overwhelming support for Zach in the last little while. And I don't know. I think it's going I think that support is going to fall on deaf ears yeah. over at Warner Brothers, but I really hope it doesn't. I mean you've I think you've highlighted the point
1: that DCEU is in some ways the little brother to MCU and it's not like DCEU has a lot of options where it says hey we've had insert blank that's a great template let's repeat it let's do it over again let's do that I mean when mm-hmm. you're looking at Zack Snyder I feel like just and I mean I'm I'm not pretending to know the business of this film specific industry in this in this corner here but I mean, this this is like the closest thing you've come to a home run. You got to put this player in the game. Like you have, you have like what other choices do you have that have given you success in the past? Like what other options are you going to go with? Right, right. Like that, Patty
0: Jenkins, who did the first Wonder Woman, and we adored it. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Was the first major successful DCEU film? Was the Which, first Wonder Woman? Well, yeah. Yeah. And then she gave you Wonder Woman 84. And that that sucked. <laughs> that was not good. No, no, no. So, I don't know, man. Um yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I don't see it happening, but but god do I wish it, it would. would. Yeah because I no, want to see you. this I want to see this to hell with the rest of whatever they've got planned oh. with the exception of the the flashpoint movie that I want to see sure. so yeah. bad yeah um barring in mind that there are actually there's st- the headlines right now there's all in the last two days um that Michael Keaton might pull out and not return as Batman in it which oh, oh wow. my God please don't ruin this for me <laughs> please <laughs> please <laughs> like oh man i'm so excited for to you know anyways yep. Yep. um yeah uh what is your favorite moment in this movie what's what's one moment where Ooh. you're like oh. or, or give me two or three yeah, cuz i've got yeah, two or man. three i've yeah. got two or three moments where i'm like good god yep this is and they're all for different characters sure Sure. W- where I'm like this is your moment to shine so maybe mm-hmm. do that maybe there's what are, we've got six members of the Justice League sure we have Batman Superman mm-hmm. Aquaman Cyborg yep. Wonder yep. Woman and Flash sure what was each moment's wh- wh- what was each character's best moment for you oh
1: I love this thank you um yeah, I think Aquaman. I just loved everything that we saw from him. The CGI wasn't overtly bad, so I I just wasn't distracted by any backla- or back backstory we got of him. So I enjoyed him, and that there's nothing specific for him. Just I enjoyed that. Similar with Wonder Woman, nothing specific. I I just loved every aspect of her in this film. It was not uh, delving into the same problems of World War, or not World War Two. Wonder Woman two. I specifically just, it's corny, but I like the scene where the little girl asks, like, can I be like you? And Wonder Woman says, you can be anything you want to be. And, you know, I just, I think it's fun. Um, I think, contrary to what you thought, I think my Barry Allen moment would be that dog resume scene where he just makes eye contact with this woman in the street, saves her life, has this intimate moment where he's, like, moving her body to save her and, lead her to safety i thought that was just very cool there was a very kind of um way to get our feet wet with those who aren't experienced with this rendition of the flash to kind of see see how how exactly his kind of uh how he does his jive kind of thing sure um batman i wrote this down i wrote even before i knew you were going to ask me this question i wrote this down i think my favorite part of batman was when uh, he brings the Flash into his uh, de- like decked out, bougie, dope Mercedes Benz, and <laughs> and um, the Flash says something along the lines what is, of, "What is your uh,
0: superpower again?"
1: Yeah, what's your superpower again? And Batman, <laughs> in typical fashion, says, "I'm rich." I'm rich. I'm rich, boy. Which was which was awesome victor was interesting victor i think just yeah we got some interesting backstory of this human being who's definitely not he's kind of like the darth vader human being now he's uh, more machine than man but very interesting backstory poor soul i don't know if his dad really had to die to do what he did but that's another story um i think my favorite moment was a human moment with superman where he was reintroduced to his mother again after he had came back. Yeah. There was something about that in, that I was like, here we in go. In
0: both versions. Mm. In both versions of this film. Yeah. That scene makes me cry. Doesn't it? Right? Right? Mar- Martha's reaction to seeing Clark. Right? And she says, is it really you? And he goes, yeah, it's me, mom. And they hug right? and she cries. And I just like, you know, right? I, I just. Now my My response is is a really empathetic response now, it's just think, going like I can imagine, yeah, what the moment would be to oh. be reunited with your dead son right and
1: i think like, I think part of it yeah. comes down to too like we we have experience as parents, so is it the film's success in portraying this scene or is it as human beings you and I can kind of empathize with that more, but whatever it is. I, had I, I think response. it's just good writing. I think it's, sure. just, it's just brilliant writing. Yeah, could be. Um, but yeah, that's the scene for Superman that stuck out with me. So I got Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash, Batman, Victor, and Superman. So yeah, I think that's all of them. Nice. What about you? Nice. Was, um, maybe your Superman was the same for me. I don't know.
0: Mine, yeah, mine's a toss-up. Sure. Mine's a toss-up. Um, so... Well, I'll start with um, with Flash. For me, the best moment for Flash is when he is... He realizes that what he's got to do... Because cause they've lost. Mm-hmm. They've lost. It was too late. He, he, he got stabbed or shot. He got shot. And he's wounded. He was doing that running around the outside thing and waiting, and he couldn't hold it, and... And then he realizes that what he has to do is run faster than the speed of light, or close to the speed <laughs> of light, right? So that he can turn back time, which every mm. t- which which historically is always a horrible idea for Barry Allen okay. to mess with time. <laughs> sure, uh, but he does it, and and just that like pep talk to me, mm. just that talk that he was giving himself, where he was like. Okay, Barry, gotta do it. Gotta gotta go fast. Gotta go fast with the speed of light. Gotta break the rule. Gotta break your one it's one rule. And just like and I and to me that was just so exciting because I was like, ooh. What what adventures have you had where you've had to form this rule? Interesting. What trouble have you caused in the past that right. you know you can do this, that you know you can manipulate time? And And you have had to set this rule for yourself. So that was a fun moment for me. Um, Aquaman. Aquaman's not that different of a character in this one than he is in the theatrical cut. I mean, there are some differences, Mm. um, but it's not that different. Um, And so I don't know that I really have... I don't know that I really have an Aquaman moment. Okay. Yeah, that's um, right. Wonder Woman was was Actually, the same can I, moment. I,
1: can I? Can I? Because yep. s- one specifically came up to mind, and it's not a character-rich moment, but it's just kind of a ambiance, like it's a fun scene. Was when he was going out on that stormy pier, like with a bottle of whiskey in hand, and I just thought oh yeah, it was that was a cool, cool scene.
0: Although then I was like, dude, you just there's f- in both in <laughs> both editions of this film, I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now there's glass in the ocean, you right? Yeah, like come on, man. You like, if anyone people. should be bent out of yes. shape about broken glass it's in the ocean, you. it's the king of the fish. So Honestly, yeah. Get your no, shit together. You. Yeah, I hear you. I um, hear Wonder you. Woman, I was going to say it was the same as yours with that little pep hmm. talk to the little girl, but I actually want to change mine. It's okay. It's in the bank when she's, like, moving along, deflecting bullets away mm. from... And she's just, like, the way that she's moving is is almost inhuman. Hmm. Um, but it's just, it's cool. It's so cool. She's so badass. And I love her music. And this, th- they play a different th- song. They do a lot of, like, you know, this tribal kind of music for her, mm-hmm. which I border on thinking is almost slightly overused because it seems sure. to play a lot. Yeah. Um, but then it leads into the classic, Wonder Woman guitar riff that we've all come to know and love and is (laughs) one of the greatest superhero you know music pieces that's ever been written because it's so good um for uh for Cyborg it is when he's in that kind of like weird digital world thing and he's watching the life of he's, he's like He's going through all the the data on this waitress that is like yes un- overworked and underpaid and is yep. being taken advantage of and all of this stuff and he like steals from the bank he steals a mm-hmm. hundred thousand dollars and puts it in her account um and it was just such a great moment because it because sh- he doesn't benefit from that it it just showed mm-hmm. that this is who Victor is yeah this is, it 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 just does so much for Victor's character, who he is yeah um that was great Superman it's a toss up it's a toss up between that scene. Superman's got some really great moments in uh in the theatrical cut that aren't in this one um and there's one line in particular that i that isn't in this one that I miss. Mm. And I'm not going to talk... I can't talk about it until we do the theatrical <laughs> cut because I don't want to ruin the whole thing for you. No. Um, no, no, no. But, uh, yeah, it's it's his interaction with his mom, which is a really good one. Um, and then the other one is where he first shows up at the final fight. And he... He... Steppenwolf is about to slash through Cyborg with his big battle axe thing. Mm. And Superman intervenes. He gets between the axe and um, Cyborg. But he doesn't catch the axe. He doesn't push the axe out of the way. He doesn't grab it. He doesn't, you know, he just moves into position and, lets, and takes the mm. hit. Right. Let's the axe bounce off his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And he looks at Steppenwolf, and all he says is, "I'm not impressed."
1: <laughs> and I was like,
0: yeah. "Oh my god! I got such chills!" I was like, "That that is amazing." That was that pretty is cool. so cool. Yeah. Uh, and then Batman, Batman, Batman is is. <laughs> there's a scene in this that I absolutely love. Um, and a line that is not my favorite Batman line ever. I don't think, but God, it, it makes top five. Sure. God, it makes top five. Um, and you'd be surprised that in that top five is a line from Batman begins. Oh, cannot wait till we get to that episode. Cannot. Which I can do. Do you want to know what it is right now? One of my favorite Batman lines of all time. I want it to be a surprise. Okay. I'll leave it. Yeah. Um, but in this movie, there is a at the end during the nightmare scene when he's had to team up with Joker because they're in this post-apocalyptic world. Lois Lane has died, and Superman is now cranky, um, and Joker, who you you'll you'll pick up on this, I, I, they kind of. He kind of goes into enough detail here, but it's really he's he's harking back to something that is kind of referenced to or kind of hinted at more in Batman v. Superman, which is the fact that Joker has killed Robin at some point in the past. Mm. Um, by the time by the time we even get to just or Batman v. Superman, Robin's dead. Robin is dead and and at the Joker's hand. And um and he's talking about it and he you know, and and he, he monologues a little bit, but he says, you know, how 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 do you justify the fact that you sent a boy to do a man's job? Which, you know, ultimately alludes to Robin Robin obviously went in to do something to attack Joker or to rescue someone, and Joker mm-hmm. got a hold of Robin and killed him. Right. And Batman says, and I'm paraphrasing most of this, but he says, you know, it's funny how you talk about loved ones dying in my arms.
1: Hmm.
0: When, when Harley Quinn was dying and I was holding her, which we, we know that they like, they end up not getting along. Cause in Birds of Prey, she's like, she, her and Joker have broken up. She's off on her own now. She's done with Joker. Yeah. Um, but he's like, when Harley Quinn was dying, bleeding, in my arms, she made me promise that when I kill you—and make no mistake, I will effing kill you—that <laughs> right. I make you suffer. And just that, like, just, just, just that, like, the make no mistake, I will effing kill you. I was <laughs> like, this is a Batman who has been, not only is he like at his wits end because of the state of the world, but he's had to team up with, like, what psychological turmoil from having to team up with your arch nemesis, the guy that killed your protege. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, my gosh, that was just so good. A a brief, not a brief, a close runner-up, a close runner-up, is for batman is at the end of the movie where um and this is in the theatrical cut as well the scene's a little bit different they change his line a tiny bit Mm. um but in the theatrical cut where where their martha's got the kent house in smallville back and they're moving all of the stuff back in right Hmm. and it's clear that bruce has done something has done something to help them keep the house sure and clark says thank you know thanks for everything bruce how'd you get the house back from the bank? And Bruce goes, <laughs> I bought the bank. <laughs> I'm just like, yes, it that mm. tops, that tops the line. And this is not my favorite line, but that tops the line from, um, is it dark Knight? I think it's, hmm. yeah, it's dark Knight. That tops the line where he's like, he's got the, the Russian ballerinas. Oh yeah. And they're like skinny dipping in the, th- and they're like, you know, <laughs> and he's like, He's like, or, or no, he wants to, like, pull a couple tables together to sit down with Harvey and, and right. Rachel. Yeah. And he's like, and Harvey's like, oh, I'm not sure they'll allow us to do that. And Bruce is like, oh, I think they will. I own the place. Yeah. Right? That, that's a cool line, but the whole, I bought the bank. Yeah. Like, he says it in such a, what a ridiculous question. I just bought the bank. What do you yeah. mean? <laughs> it, it seems easiest to buy the bank. Yeah. So that, those are my favorite Batman moments. Um, and then can I give a quick Alfred moment? Do it. Um, I really like, there's two great lines. The first is when Cyborg is like, don't worry, Alfred, Alfred, I'll take it from here. And Alfred's like, um, do I know you? <laughs> <laughs> just like this voice of like Alfred's all of a sudden like, well, hang on a second. We, Our bat tech just got hacked. Um, yeah So that's a cool moment But I don't know why I loved this line so much But it's a line when um, Alfred's working mechanically On the troop carrier hmm. And and there's like a big spark Or a, you know a, a fire A little fire breaks out And he puts it out And Bruce says uh, Any luck And Alfred says If by luck You mean any chance in hell That this thing is going to fly today Then then No no, <laughs> And I don't know why I thought that was such a great line, but it was just mm. like, you know, I really, I do like Jeremy Irons as, as Alfred. Hmm. I don't think he's so. bad. Yeah, he's not bad. Yeah. Um, is there anything you've written down that's like, I don't know if you have like questions. I mean, again, you've gone into this film pretty. Yeah. Without no. context, right? So I, you see Lex Luthor at the end? Yes, you yeah. see Joe Maganello show up as Deathstroke, yeah, on the yacht very briefly, kind of mm-hmm. setting up, you know, like Lex Luthor is like,, um, you know, I'll give you I'll give you something. I'll give you some information. Batman is Bruce Wayne. And so that was a cool moment, yeah, yeah. No, I think I think that's about it. I think
1: there's a lot of fun stuff, and I think the end dream sequence and kind of like those end tidbit things that you just kind of referenced, it it is kind of like a bittersweet because it all it is like, heck, I'm I'm aboard the train, like I'm interested. I'd I'd watch more of this story, but like you said, it's it's um it's unlikely. It's, it's unlikely. Um, we, we might not see impossible. It. It's not impossible. But not very unlikely. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. It's
0: so, I just want more, man. (laughs) (laughs) There's such good, there's such good cliffhangers. There's such good, like setups for what's, what's coming and what's, what's going to happen next. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, zero to 10 interesting Zack so, Snyder's Justice League zero to ten
1: yeah um I gave this on my scale and I made a note of this I absolutely wish I had seen this in theaters uh you know I feel like this is the uh, this is like a perfect film that you get a bag of popcorn and you watch on a summer evening like this is a great summer flick not traditional because of its length obviously but I would have loved to seen that in theaters I give it an 8 out of 10. I would get a babysitter to see this in theaters. Um, I, again, I, I said I might not see it again, so it's kind of a... Uh, I don't know if I would see it again in theaters, but if knowing what I know now, I would not have regretted seeing it in theaters, I guess is what I'm trying to say. On Marshall scale, I think it got a bit lower just because of the rewatch value for me is not quite there. So it's more like a 6 or a 7 but uh overall a a a pretty cool view so either an 8 or a 6 or 7 depending on which scale so i'm curious what you are going to give it out of 10
0: uh so actually there are they did do a couple of IMAX releases in parts of the world that you know Mhm can do so that such thing so thing yeah things like that are possible right now mm-hmm. um and in in the IMAX release there is a proper intermission oh um, sure where you can like get up and stretch your legs and go to the your bladder. And stuff, so. and, yeah yeah uh i gave this an 8.5 so just a little bit okay. higher than okay. than you um yeah man. Say I'm this, surprised. this is it's it's a lot of fun i would yeah. almost I'm surprised it's not higher. And, I mean, there's definitely MCU movies, definitely MCU movies that I would put it over. Thor of the Dark World, hands down, piece of garbage crap this, bullshit, okay, Thor of the Dark World. Yeah, come on. Um, But I would almost even put it above, like, the second Avengers, like Age of Ultron.
1: Hmm, okay.
0: You know. Yeah. Um, But I don't yeah. know. I I mean, it's an unfair... It's totally apples and oranges. Abs- um, oh, absolutely. Actually, it's like apples and... It's like apples and kiwi. It's like a totally different, <laughs> right? you know. Um, but yeah, 8.5. 8.5. It's a super, cool. super, super solid movie. And I will definitely likely watch it again. Sure. In fact, I don't know if we have a release date for it yet, um, but Justice is Grey is coming, hmm. which is the Snyder Cut in grayscale in black and white. Oh, wow. Kind of a, the, the noir version of it. Oh, wow. Huh. So, which I think Zach has said, I think I saw that he said, is the proper way to see it. Is like, is the most in line with what his vision initial was. vision was. Wow. So, I'll likely watch it in black and white. Neat. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. Normally, I would ask you a question here. Sure. And I'm going to. Uh, Sure. But I'm hoping not to moving forward. Whoa, what? What do you mean? Explain. Wow. Wow. Listen, if you've reached this part of this episode, um, we want to hear from you. What we want you to do is using your phone and either by emailing it to us, which the email address to reach us will be listed below. Or by going to our Facebook page and messaging us using the built-in voice memo uh, function or like voice message function in your Facebook Messenger app. We want you to get in touch with us and we want you to record, again, just using your phone, just record it and send it to us. Uh, We want you to record the intro to the segment of what we watch for the week. And we also want you to tell us who you are, if you're comfortable with it, where you're from, if you're comfortable with it, and one movie you watched, this, the, you know, in the last week, if you're comfortable with it. Um, so it would be something along the lines of, hi, my name is Bill Romson. I'm from, you know, Las Vegas, Nevada. This week I watched The Wizard of Oz. What did you guys watch? Um. yeah send it to us and cool. we will feature it in the show so instead of me saying hey Pete what did you watch this week it'll mm. be you it'll be you saying hey what did you watch this week um, so we look forward to it mm-hmm. and we hope you do it we've already discussed that um, having you know having this catalog of people who have submitted these to us may also be a you know In for future considerations for draws and prizes and giveaways and stuff like that. Mm. You know, maybe we'll just draw from people who have who have sent in audio clips to us. So do it. Do it like right now. (laughs) Like, you know, go to our Facebook page, go to send us a message. And then literally right there, there's a little microphone button on your screen. You press it. You hold it. you, You send your message. You release the button and then we have it and it's done. It'll take you like ten, fifteen seconds max. <laughs> so do it. Do, do it. We it. look forward to it. We look forward to hearing them. Mm-hmm. So, but until then, until such a time where we can use a clip like that, Pete, the hell did you watch this week, boy? <laughs> I watched four
1: different films this week. Oh wait, no. Wow. Never mind. No, sorry. I watched one film that was four hours long. <laughs> that's it you just watched Yeah, <laughs> it was a busy week i watched justice league um i i, I finished twin peaks finally finally got nice. to the end of it and uh so i finished a television show so that was the only other thing i watched and um yeah i uh it's a, it's a it's a show i've watched twice now it's it's one of those shows that has a cult following either people love it or hate it and there's times mm-hmm. that I love it. There's times that I don't like it as much. But it's definitely, it grabs a hook, and it 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 kind of gets into some tropes of like corniness and kind of mystery, and also a bit of supernatural. And it's it's uh it's definitely unique. Uh, uh but yeah, I finally finished it. So that is all I cool. watched. That is all I watched. What? did you watch this week Uh, aside from this four hour film
0: aside from this four hour film and the first episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 episodes of 24. Mm, mm -hmm. I think Um, I watched three movies. Oh, wow. Uh, movie number one being, uh, Bucket List. The Bucket List with Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson. Mm -hmm. Um, it's good. You know what? It's a movie I've seen. This is probably, like, the third time I've seen it. It's a fun, like, throw it on every couple of years and, like, Mm. you know. Yeah. It's just kind of, like, an easy movie to just throw on. It's not... It's not like a heavy film. It's not a, yeah, I don't know. To me, it's just a movie I can go back and easily watch Hmm. whenever. Cool. And it's fun. It's lighthearted, despite, you know, it it deals with, like, death and cancer and stuff like that. But it's fun. Mm -hmm. It's pretty Mm -hmm. lighthearted in its humor. um, And it's got a good message. Hmm. Ultimately, it's got a good message. Uh, And then the other two films I watched were the first and second Ace Ventura films. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: um, which, you know, is one of those situations where the second one is totally better than the first one. Wow. Totally better. The second one is so good. Um, but I did that in light of the fact that it has been announced that the the filmmakers responsible for the Sonic film mm. and the upcoming Sonic 2 film are working on an Ace Ventura 3 film. Oh um, wow! it has not been fully disclosed yet if, if um you know Jim Carrey's going to return for the title role. Um but I would think he would. You know, typically Jim Carrey has a thing against reprising roles. Mm. Typically he doesn't like to play the same character twice. He has already done it once with Ace Ventura, he's done it once with uh, Lloyd Christmas and the Dumb and Dumber films but that took him a couple of decades to come back and do mm-hmm. um, but he is doing it with Sonic and you know what unfortunately like it 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 pains me to say it breaks my heart to say um, but Jim is not in a position to be super picky with his career anymore mm-hmm. um, he's kind right. of no longer on top and so you know what I think. Um, I think that his performance as Doctor Robotnik in Sonic, kind of being a return to that uh, you know that sense of 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 livelihood and and comedy and comedy timing that we saw in Ace Ventura, and that performance being so well received by people is maybe you know he maybe sees this as an opportunity to to. Mm. You Know, rebottle some of that lightning. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's also been announced. I don't know if you saw this. There is a national treasure series coming to Disney Plus. What? Um, wow. so a TV series, like a, yeah, a yeah, yeah. you know, a series. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, sort of a, sort of a, a spin off reboot. Mm. Um, featuring a centering around a young girl in her 20s who's like looking for some treasure or something, you know, whatever, but a TV series. Um, and on top of that, there is a National Treasure 3 with Nicolas Cage and all of the appropriate other cast members <laughs> in development so like this is before i get before i open up my heart here this
1: is like legit confirmed news like this is not
0: just like yeah 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 so so the disney wow. plus show is for sure is for sure on the way okay. um and the movie is for sure in development which doesn't mean it's been like greenlit or any, mm. like they need to yeah, finish yeah. the story and then bring it to the studio and all that wow. stuff but they are actively working on it yes let us hope. So they kind of went. They kind of like gave us nothing for over ten years. Over ten, yeah. Like fifteen years, and then now they're just going ham on <laughs> National Treasure. Yeah, they're like, no, no, no. Okay, okay, all of okay. it. Yeah, it everything. All. yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, which you mm. know, you can't complain. No, no, no. <sighs> and this thing ended. Okay, ended. Thank ended you, everyone. Wrap it up. <laughs> Thank you for
1: listening. Wrap it up. Uh, check out our, uh, episode, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter page below the links are below, uh, Mm -hmm. check out our Patreon page, our merchandise page, if you're feeling so inclined to support the show, Mm -hmm. this is our monthly shout out to Daphne, to, to Mm -hmm. Brenna, to Marshall. Thank you for supporting Uh the show. Thank you to all our Patreon supporters. Um, and, uh, until next time, uh, thank you for listening. You yeah you I'm talking to you
0: and remember yeah I I, I was gonna go with something really profound and <laughs> you know and, and motivational but I got nothing